0: Welcome to Quest for Gold. We've got a lot to get to this week. We're about 100 days out from the opening ceremonies. USA Baseball has a new manager. World Series champion Mike Sosha has joined the team to coach ahead of the June qualifier. USA hasn't secured a bid yet to Tokyo, so he's got to get down to work. First and foremost is, is uh, roster building. I think, the, I think that's the most important thing
1: um, in this whole process is going to be able to uh, not only uh, put, uh, you know, put a lot of different rosters together, uh, you know, to target some players, um, follow up and see where they are. There's a lot of guys that are eliminated if they're brought up to the major leagues between now and the end of May. So uh, th- there's, uh, you know, I-, I think it's just roster building right now is uh, is our most important um, issue right now. And it will continue to be our most important issue uh, all the way through. Um, until we get into this uh, into this qualifier
0: no players who are currently in the majors can play in the olympics however he can draw from players who are recently out of baseball or in the minors he has to assemble that team and get them practiced and ready to go by june white house press secretary jen saki was asked about the administration's stance on calls to boycott the 2022 winter olympics in beijing over human
2: rights violations by china our position on the 2022 olympics has not changed we have not discussed and are not discussing any joint boycott caught with allies and partners. We, of course, consult closely closely with allies and partners at all levels uh, to define our common concerns and establish a shared approach. But there's no discussion underway of a change in our plans regarding the Beijing Olympics from the United States point of view.
0: Tiger Woods' chances of being a member of Team USA for golf in Tokyo remain very slim. And this week, the L.A. County Sheriff's Office says it was excessive speed that led to Woods' horrific crash in February. The event data recorder showed speeds ranged from 82.02 miles per hour to 86.99 miles per hour and back down to 68.35 miles per hour. He continues to recover at home. His timeline to return to golf is still unknown. The Team USA virtual summit was held this week. It's a chance for the media to get some questions into Olympic qualifiers and hopefuls. There were a bunch of athletes who we've already spoken to this year took part. So it was our chance to catch up with them in a remote press conference setting. Sailors Maggie Shea and Steph Robles told us they got vaxxed. I
3: got my first vaccine shot yesterday, uh, first of the Moderna, and I felt really um, grateful for modern science and um, for all the effort that so many people put into making it possible for us to receive. I'm, I'm down here in Florida. So um, all adults, you know, 30 and under, I think are currently eligible. So there's, there's pretty big availability and I felt really lucky to get it. Um, and I hope everyone else has uh, access and uh, the ability to do so in, in the future.
2: Thanks Maggie. Stephanie. I also received my first vaccine
3: yesterday. Um, it was a, uh, unique experience because it was in a, a Publix grocery store and it felt a little weird at first because I was you know when when you're younger and you received a vaccine or a shot you go to the doctor's office or something um but like Maggie said I'm super grateful for the opportunity to have received, um the first of my Moderna shots yesterday and um it yeah it was just it was a relief to have that um in a sense, because we do have some travel coming up, and um, you know, I just I, I feel very grateful for um, to receive the, the first shot.
0: Swimmer Ryan Murphy who was born in suburban Chicago, now lives in Florida. Talked about some of the challenges he had training during the pandemic. So I, I
4: consider us fortunate in, in many ways to, to have Nathan Adrian as a part of our training group, and in that that really went to another level over, over this pandemic. He, he has his own swim school out in, in San Rafael, which is about a 30 minute drive without traffic. Um, so, so we were out there every, every day for, for about three months. Uh, and that's, that's your typical country club pool, uh, four lanes, 25 yards, three feet deep, no tees on the wall. Uh, and, and we were, we were bringing in five guys. So, one person would, would go in the diving well and, and we'd figure out, all right, how much resistance we put on that guy so that they could get some good work in, in the diving well. Um, and so, very, very thankful for, for Nathan and, and Will Copeland, another Cal grad, for, for opening up their facility to us in that time.
0: He's competing at the TYR Pro Swim Series, Mission Viejo this weekend. I did manage to get a question into BMXer Hannah Roberts of Northern Indiana about her year off. You had punched your ticket for Tokyo before the pandemic hit. So what mentally have you been going through during this time? Have you been trying to rest your body? Have you been trying to push yourself harder? Or are you just trying to keep a consistent schedule throughout all of this to the to the point of the games?
3: Um, when when they were first uh, postponed, I, I mean, like Connor said, you, you know you have you have these like, Goals and, and you have them all planned out already. So once it got postponed, I was a little bit in shock. Um, I tried to take it a little bit more slow um, for like the first month or two. And then, you know, I realized that with all this time at home, um, I could I could get better on my bike and, you know, in the gym. And then I could get better personally as well um, and make sure that like mentally I have the best support around me and that like I'm, I'm the best version of myself when I head to the game. So um, I've used this time to just practice a lot, um, I've been riding every day almost, uh, and yeah, it's it's just been it's just been a unique unique thing because we usually don't have this much time to just ride and, and have fun on our bikes.
0: The Chicago Sky Stephanie Dolson hopes to make Team USA in three on three basketball. She talked about how WNBA players have been able to speak their minds when it comes to issues of race, and hopes to continue to speak her mind on Team USA.
3: It's an honor. I mean, to be a part of both the WNBA and you know Team USA is always really special for me because with the WNBA, you know, I feel like we are one of those trailblazing leagues. Uh, we always stand for what's right. Um, you know, we stand for everything that we believe in and um you know back like you said when the Minnesota Lynx uh stood for the police brutality and stuff We've just been going forward. Uh, we stand for everything that is important, and you know, Team USA does the same. So, I look forward to being a part of you know both organizations.
0: Fellow three by er on the men's side, Robbie Hummel talked about the introduction of the sport and the hope to expand it this summer.
1: I look at it a lot, kind of like beach volleyball is to, to normal volleyball. You know, it's a really cool spin on a, a really popular sport. And for three on three, you know, you look at it, and I think that most kids growing up and i'm sure that it's a similar situation for um everybody on this call you, know, you grew up playing in, in three-on-three tournaments and you grew up playing three-on-three in the backyard so it's very relatable um to fans because i think everybody has played three-on-three um at some time in their life i think what kareem said about it being fast-paced um it's a different animal than five-on-five it's you're on offense, you're on defense, you're on offense. You know, it's just it's so back and forth with the way the game is played, where if the other team scores and I'm defending, we're taking it out of the net and we're on offense immediately. So I, I think it's it's fast paced. It's fun to watch. Um, the offense certainly has an advantage with how much space there is on the floor. But I think it's really going to be popular because the style of play is, is so intriguing to watch. But it's also so relatable to so many people at
0: home. Chicago area rhythmic gymnasts Laura Zhang and Avita Gerskenis are training right now in Russia. Avita was asked about training together.
5: Well, I think it's quite wonderful because we are both teammates and we can support one another and we can, uh, you know, create this uh, friendly, competitive, but also uh, encouraging environment for one another. You know, you can train together and keep each other motivated all the time and, uh, basically sharing time and space in the gym is uh, quite an opportunity.
0: I did reach out to both of them individually after the press conference, so hopefully we'll be able to get a more in-depth talk about what life has been like during this pandemic in the coming weeks. I also wanted to flag these questions asked to men's gymnast Yulmo Dower and women's karate athlete Sakura Kokomai about treatment of Asian Americans, a topic that's received much discussion following the mass shootings at Asian-owned spas in the Atlanta area last month.
5: Um, Actually, I actually just shared this on my Instagram not that long ago. Um, I, you know, growing up, you know, I've heard the jokes, the stereotypes and all that, and I kind of just pushed it away. Um, but, you know, last month I was driving and a lady cut me off. And at the red light, she yelled at me, go back to China. And for me, you know, my job is to represent this country. So I take a lot of pride into it. And when I heard those words, you know, I, I just kind of laughed and shrugged them over because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, my job is to represent this country no matter what. And, you know, no matter if an individual feels like they need to say something or harass me, you know, I'm just going to push that away because there are so many other great Americans in this country that I get to represent. So for me, it's just, you know, you got to deal with some of the things that you don't want to deal with. But, you know, the reason why I spoke out is just to bring awareness and and just kind of, make people realize that things are going on. But at the end of the day, when I wear USA on my chest, you know, I don't think about those things, you know, I'm, I'm there for a reason. I'm there for a job. So for me, I take a lot of pride wearing those letters on my chest.
2: Uh, yeah, so for me, too, it was, I guess, very recent. I also shared on my social media as well. Uh, I think it was about a week ago. I was training at the park. I was walking there and I was about to go for a run. And a man just started to kind of verbally harass me in a way. Um, I was kind of shocked by it because just of what was happening. I was still processing what was happening at the time. Um, I kind of laughed it off. Um, And there was no point of escalating the situation so basically I just stood there and had him say what he needed to say and it wasn't until later that I noticed what happened because there were racial slurs at the end of the incident and I practice a Japanese martial art um, and I take um, I take pride in my sport Um, And I'm still, I think, a little bit emotional about it right now. (laughs) But again, I think it's really important to, like you all said, to raise awareness of what's going on because what happened to me was nothing compared to what we see on the social media right now. People are getting hit. People are getting slashed. People are getting killed. And, you know, we are in a way being targeted and the violence and the harassment and discrimination is real. So again, um, I just wanted to raise awareness too that this can happen to anybody and we all just need to be for each other and protect each other and as a person who practices karate a japanese martial art and being japanese american i take you know a huge pride in representing my own country where i was born and raised in and i am super excited to you know just go out there in tokyo and represent my sport represent my country and you know just show everybody who we are and that we represent
0: some other notable news out of the conference. Gymnast Simone Biles says she has not ruled out a possible run at the France Olympics in 2024. Track star Allison Felix is holding out hope that despite the foreign fan ban, she will be able to bring her toddler daughter to Japan this summer. All of the audio from the summit, courtesy of the USOPC. We're less than 100 days out from the Summer Games in Tokyo, and as of right now, we remain full speed ahead. I'm Ryan Burrell. We'll see you next week on Quest for Gold.